my calculations are correct, when this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're gonna see some serious shit. It's Geek Stuff, TNG. What the fuck is a reboot? We're gonna be rolling out a lot of new things. Where the stars in this piece of shit? Oh, I am the sandwich. No one of consequence. You can find me on Xbox at Fat Dumbledore. <laughs> you know what keeps going through my head? Where's my sandwich? I am Monty. Excellent. You're crushing my soul and giving me a headache at the same time. There'll be food and drink and ghosts. Show me what you got. Is it too late to say that I, I kind of don't care for Star Wars? You can say that Dream. and find your way out the door. <laughs> the force is strong with this one. And I am Big Kev. Hail to the king, baby. Yo, that kid Monty is fired. I have Amigo Isis action figure. Ah, uh, mighty Isis. And here we go. You know, you think 2020 is going to be kind of nice for you guys. You know, you think it's going to stop, stop being a dick. And then, then we get the news about Alex Trebek and, uh, you know, 2020 tricks again. It's just kind of one of those things. I mean, I think I said last week we still have two whole months of 2020. Yeah. And when like I that. said we had two whole months left, I meant it. <laughs> uh, I'd th- um, like to answer. I think it's. Uh, what is the inevitable result of cancer? Yeah, for two hundred. Yeah, that that's that's about right. And you know, we we and again to be serious for a second there, uh, Big Kev. You know, we said it during the whole Chadwick Boseman special episode that we did. But you know, it's 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 important to take care of yourself. Go to the doctor and do yeah. all that stuff. I mean, we're we're usually this is when we're being a little bit silly, wacky, stupid here at the top, but. Uh, you know, like it just, it's really upsetting, you know, hearing about Alex Trebek. Uh, I saw a bunch of like, you know, cause we all watched the, a bunch of us watched like the Saturday Night live parody videos. There was a video circulating with uh, him talking with contestants about football and nobody got them right. And his reaction was priceless. Uh, and there's a, uh, like a promo reel that he was doing like earlier on in his career, uh, with Jeopardy where he's cursing like a sailor and it was absolutely uh, hysterical. So uh, again, just to kind of hit on the point there, not to not to sound like uh, you know uh, the teacher in the room or or you know to make this like a PSA, but take care of yourself. Go to the doctor, do what you got to do, and uh, yep. make sure you catch these things as early as possible so you can be around um, with your loved ones, your 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 friends, and, yep. and of course with TNG, you know. So uh, yeah, my uh, my Chadwick Boseman inspired uh, colonoscopy is in a couple of weeks. There you go. That's good. That's good to hear. I gotta. I, I mean, I don't even like going. To, and I gotta be honest, I don't listen to my own advice. Like I need to go to the dentist in the worst way right now. Let alone go to the doctor for all the other serious stuff. But uh, uh, I, I am trying to make that like a a big healthy push for myself and everything at the same time to kind of follow my own advice. Uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely worth uh, doing taking care of yourself so you can hang around and uh, enjoy life beyond 2020. Is even though this year feels like it's like 10 years uh, at the moment. So uh, so, so yeah. uh, 
So for those uh, who uh, play along at home, um, we are trying out yet another method to bring you this show today. Um, we're addressing some of the sound and video issues. Um, some of you may not see Sandwich at the moment, but as soon as he opens that flapper, oh, like for is, example, is, is, if is I that, say, if I say the GVM line, two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and he only looks vaguely uh, old kung fu movie ish. So I will honor my family. Yeah, that's kind of what it looks like. Um, and speaking of that GVM line. Oh, 201-730-2547. You, uh, you can call that special line and leave us a message there. Uh, comments about the show, something you'd like to hear us talk about or address. Uh, or anything, uh, you can be part of our Tell-A-Friend uh, promotion, which continues uh, where you tell a friend about the show or several friends, and you tell them to check out the show, and then they can either call the GVM line, 201-730-2547, or drop us an email, geeksoftng at gmail.com. And let us know what they thought of the show and who turned them on to it. And then you and that person will receive fabulous prizes, cash and prizes, uh, cash and prizes that may be substituted. Um, so that said, uh, there you go. <laughs> I just wanted everyone to know that, you know, just because you might only be seeing myself and uh, one of the other boys at a time, uh, you know, Nothing is amiss. We're just trying new methods as we try to get the, you know, the best possible uh, audio and video versions of this show to you as we can. Um, mm -hmm. And that will uh, always include us experimenting with uh, with new things. So there you go. For sure. The, the one thing I would like to say, Big Kev, is... Uh, I had a the fan of the show reached out to me on Instagram to show the uh, Ninja Turtle toys that uh, we spoke. What was I think last episode? Um, the the throwback black and white looking toys that I said uh, I w I kind of like them, but I don't like the, the Nickelodeon Viacom CBS logo that's on there. Uh, yeah, and she just sent a picture of her kid holding them like super excited and everything, which made my day. <laughs> you know, so it's those little things sometimes. That's great. Uh, so Whitney, thank you very much because that really did make my day uh, when when I saw that picture. So look, that's the kind of stuff in the community that we uh, love to talk about, and it's the same kind of stuff that we talk about while we're on Discord. And to get a hold of that, you can go to Patreon.com/slash/GeekStuffTNG for a buck. You can get a hold of that Discord service where we pretty much talk about everything under the sun. For three dollars a month, you get the show a day and a half early, which is usually Wednesday night, and a sneak peek at the prep sheet. For five dollars, you get the weekend bonus show, which Mr. Sandwich has been doing, right? Yes. Oh, that's a lie. Uh, with some vintage so uh, uh, vintage shows of Big Kev's geek stuff. By the way, Big Kev, I do love how uh, uh, Grandmama. Uh, uh, busted his chops on Patreon saying, get with it, Sandwich, post those bonus shows. Wow. So that was great. Grandma for the defense of the show. For the win. And for by the way, mm -hmm. uh, by the way, Mr. Uh, Mr. Monty, Jeez. Mr. Producer, mm -hmm. I want you to know that all of my episodes 
uh, are finished and complete and ready to go. So <laughs> that's a cow. I'm sure they are. <laughs> Just uh, that's like making up. That's making up a homework assignment after you already did all the work. That's not fair. <laughs> you can't be the teacher and be a student. That's cheating. I'm just, I am letting the producer know, see, you have the sandwich shop and I have Big Kev's Geek Stuff and my episodes are all done, ready to roll when they're supposed to. And, you know, other people, maybe they don't have that. In in a in hundred years when you run out of uh, BK Geek Stuff, then you'll have to start doing more. Like yeah, maybe. Years. This is true. <laughs> This is true. Uh, it will and, be a long time. And for ten dollars a month, you get the show live on Instagram, which is usually a hot mess. But today, it's uh, you know, knock on wood, it's, it's just not, a it's, mess. It's not that. It's not just a mess. No temperature. <laughs> just a mess. Not nearly as bad as it usually is. I'll take I'll take that for what it is. Uh, yeah, boys, we do have a lot of stuff that we have to talk about uh, in the prep sheet. Uh, Boy, howdy, do we? Yeah. Oh, I, and I, also, you know, is. you spoke of. Um, uh, you spoke of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mr. Monty, and mm-hmm. I'm very excited that today we're going to be talking about some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle toys that came into us from NECA. Right, Mr. Sandwich? No, because I, if I had gotten it, I would have told you. That's a tease for next so, week. That's a great tease for next <laughs> week, Big Kev. I can't wait for people to f- we'll turn into episode 614 now. Wow. There you go. Hopefully. Good job. Good job. But uh, I feel like we need to talk a little bit of uh, Star Wars news as of right now. First of all, again, that second episode was just really good of Mandalorian and it kills me. It was pretty good. It kills me the fact that we can't talk about it right now. We could talk about episode one. We can. We could talk about episode one. We could say there's controversy about episode two. Yeah, which I don't which fully is, agree with stupid. the controversy. Which is I posted the link. We'll talk yes. about it next week. Fine. I posted the link on our Facebook. That's a spoiler, uh, so that means it's okay. What? what you mean? posted it on the official Facebook. I posted a, a Facebook article about the controversy. Which is a, a, a spoiler. Thus no, we, no. we don't talk do about the, the episode. On the show, sir. You almost hurt yourself. But, we don't but do that's official Geek Stuff content. I know he would just love for us to do it, but we ain't going to do it. Come on. Let it go. No. You guys guys seriously are the two children in the backseat of the car. Mom, Ken's bullying me. On a long car ride to hell with no air conditioning. (laughs) You got to pull the Animaniac song. I'm really, really mad. <laughs> Did you ever, do you know that one, Mr. Monty? I don't think so. I don't remember that one. Yeah. Pull that one and look at the video. Pull that song for the show. No, I already pulled this. So- I already pulled the song, so maybe next week. Uh wh- Oh wh- yeah, I'm not I'm not I'm just not, saying in general. I got you. Um okay, so the first episode, uh I think it was a great way to kick off season 2. I love how they're kind of continuing with the chapters. Um, mm-hmm. To kind of make it like a very fluent uh, uh, show, I I love. I mean, dude, this is going to be a whole bunch of like man love right now for me for me in this friggin' show. The guy who doesn't like Star Wars, for the record, just to emphasize. But I love the way they're doing it, where they're doing practical effects 
they're doing, you know, obviously they're putting computer CGI stuff on top of it for obvious reasons. But I, I love because right. it, it just kind of helps you connect with it a little bit more where you don't know, like, you know, you kind of that that line gets blurred a little bit and it makes it so much more intense. You know, I was talking to someone, it's almost like the way with like the original Jurassic Park movie, like they had the right, uh, you know, like with the T-Rex scene for argument's sake, like when, uh, when you first saw the T-Rex, it's like they use the animatronics and it kind of made the the scenes more intense and you felt more involved and you you weren't disconnected we're seeing these alien type creatures the, these monsters or whatever the case um or machines and we're buying it like we you, i never just like i never watch it and feel disconnected uh at any one time the only only time is like you know for a fact that cgi is if there's like a laser or a bullet or something like that or a giant like you know 200 yard uh, sandworm that's looking to eat everybody. But otherwise, I mean, the show was great, and that last, the way that episode ended, that the, those final few moments, I think just kind of uh, went under the radar uh, a little bit. But uh, Sandwich, what, what are your thoughts before uh, uh, Big Kev pontificates on this? So, I thought episode one of season two was phenomenal. I like how, you know, they're not really giving us anything like, we're kind of, how do I say this? So we know he's looking for Mandalorians. We know that's the whole point of this season. Him looking for Mandalorians to bring the child back. And I like how it's kind of like he's just hopping around the universe looking for Mandalorians. And we get to explore so much. And we get to see so many things. And, you know, I I, I was actually, I had a much lower expectations going into season two. Because season one was so phenomenal to me. I thought, how could we even compete? You know, like, it'll be good, but I'll just feel bad. But I didn't even feel bad about the first episode of season two. I felt pretty good. I felt like I enjoyed that a lot. I didn't feel like I needed to compare it to season one to enjoy it. You know what I mean? Like, it was just phenomenal all around. And I am super excited for where we go with this season. I I, I loved every bit of it so far. And I'm just excited for Star Wars content. I love, like Monty said, the, like... You know, they're using machines and they're using like realistic effects as opposed to just CGIing everything because you can tell in movies when something's all CGI because, you know, the actors can't, you know, they can't express themselves about it. You know, they they took those lessons. They took those lessons from the prequels. Exactly. I was about to say, with Grievous, you know, there's that scene where Grievous comes out with these lightsabers and looks all scary and Obi-Wan's just standing there like he's looking at nothing because. For Ewan McGregor, he's just staring at a green screen. <laughs> but the movie makes it look all, like, fantastical. and <laughs> Okay. All right. First of all, I'm going to acknowledge the fact that West Coast Scott has entered the room. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't even realize. West, with uh, Con- West Coast First Scott. of all, the show has to stop so we can recognize yeah. West Coast Scott. Second, Scott is now paying attention to my personal grooming. <laughs> where he last week had comments about my beard. This week he's talking about the fact that I get a haircut and he's saying that I have frosted tips. <laughs> and I don't have frosted tips, you nitwit. It's all the same. Hey, 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 <clears throat> hey. Yeah, I mean, first of That's, all. That is pool bleach. They cut off all the really bright pool bleach. <laughs> it's bleached. It's, it's not frosted tips. It's bleach. It's pool bleach. It's chlorine. <laughs> bleached from swimming in the pool 
and they cut all the lightest parts of it off, and that's what was underneath. You're in Hawaii. Why don't you swim in the ocean? Normal hair color. Why don't you swim in the you ocean? You have an entire ocean. I, I like swimming laps and not against waves. Okay. Okay. I just want to say sorry for Kevin for making <laughs> fun of for West Coast Scott because that's my landlord and you can't talk about him like that. I take offense to that. Yeah, and and now Scott is calling me Jan, like <laughs> Jan Brady with the Afro wig on. Hysterical. <laughs> it's a new it's a new big Kev. It's a new big Am Kev. I a hit? Uh really quickly, uh, just one more thing to add on to Star Wars before uh Kev chimes in. Oh, I didn't I, even talk about Star I know, Wars yet. I, I know, which is why I just want to get this one comment in really quickly. I love the fact that they're still ending the show the same way with the 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 like the light uh, instruments yeah. and the the painted scenes and everything, which again yep. looks. Would, I want that coffee table book. I want it. I want that book. I, I want that I, book. I want. I might it. look on Amazon after and see if it's up there because I keep I keep thinking it whenever we do the show or whenever I watch an episode. I'm like, oh, I should look that up, and then I'm just always get distracted and you, do something you, else. You give your two uh, bits. All right, on so it, episode season two, episode one. The most important takeaways are one. What happened in 1983 apparently did not turn out the way that we thought, which is uh, at least to an extent, to the extent that we know as of right now, as of episode one, Boba Fett's armor made it out of the Sarlacc pit, got picked up by Jawas, mm -hmm. and Cobb Vanth. Uh, then traded it or some such thing from Jawas or purchased it from Jawas. They picked him up in the desert. He was near death. You know, the whole the whole thing. The armor is definitely Boba Fett's. Uh, what's left of it, we should say, because it's not all there. Not all the pieces were there. At least I don't think so. No. Um, th so that's definitely there. And then they did show... At the end of the episode, they showed Tamura Morrison, you know, with a gaffy stick and a a, a, um, a Tuscan rifle slung over his back. And he turned around and he kind of, you know, kind of walked, you know, sort of out of the shot kind of thing. He was bald. It looked to me like he had no hair on his face at all. No eyebrows, no anything. Mm -hmm. Um and the only reason that I am not 100% committed to the fact that he's Boba Fett is... Anyone? Anyone have an idea? Anyone? Something D-O-O -O economics? Voodoo economics? Mm -hmm. Anyone? Mm -hmm. Anyone? I'm quoting Ferris Bueller. Anyway, the point I'm making is that Boba Fett is a Django Fett clone. Yes. And so is every clone... Uh, so is every clone trooper who fought in the Clone Wars who would be roughly the same age as Boba Fett in Mandalorian. Is that accurate? So, Did it be about the same age? Yes, because okay. don't forget, Boba Fett was an unaltered clone, meaning he was, uh, he was left to grow uh, at his own pace. Um, so if anything, uh, the... 
um, the what you call it, the clone troopers might be a little technically a little bit older than him, but not to the point where that figure that we saw played by the same guy who played Django Fett and every clone trooper in the movies. Um, there's no reason to believe that he couldn't be one of the clone troopers. So while I'm as hopeful as anyone else that he's Boba Fett, they could really throw a curveball and say he's a clone trooper that ended up on Tatooine's been hiding out there uh, or something. Or he could be Boba Fett, which I think would be amazing. What they do with it, where they go with it, I don't know. And since there are a billion rumors about who shows up this season in The Mandalorian, we can't even begin to guess, you know, like how it's all going to tie together. Um, but I thought uh, Timothy Oliphant was amazing as Cobb Vanth. I hope we have not seen the last of him. I really like that character. And for those that don't know, you know, like this is his third time playing some sort of small town sheriff <laughs> on a TV show. You know, he played he played the sheriff in Deadwood, which is an HBO show, that, which if you have not seen, you must watch Deadwood. There's that. Then he played sort of a small town sheriff in a TV show called Justified. So kind of like a modern, almost like a modern version of Deadwood, really. Um, and he was amazing in that as well. I think Timothy Oliphant's just a great actor. And I, I really hope they do more with him and with, with his character uh, from, the, from, uh, from this episode. That said, there were a number of other things for Star Wars fans in this episode, Mr. Monty. Um, there was Sand People um, and Tusken Raiders, depending on, they're called both, um, who did not just instantly attack everything, which was something that was established in Star Wars in 1977, that they were just sort of these marauders. It turns out, no, that they don't just marauding kill, which is something that has been re reinforced in canon. Um, uh, furthermore, we saw a crate dragon, which has only ever been referenced in Star Wars. You'll remember when 3PO was walking alone through the desert of Tatooine. You may remember that he walks past a crate dragon skeleton or part of one. That's a very famous scene. That's a crate dragon uh, skeleton. You look it up, uh, Mr. Sandwich, you'll find it. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we actually got to see a live crate dragon. Crate dragons have been in canon for a long ass time. So that's a thing. So we got to see that. Also, inside the stomach of the crate dragon, the, um, the Tusken Raiders or Sam people found a crate dragon pearl, which was another just sort of a nugget of. Um, uh, of canon information pearls of much smaller size have been used non-canonically meaning in stuff that is no longer in canon to make powerful lightsabers so that was kind of in there as well we got a little bit of that um so yeah it's it's it really the episode one of season two was really just a feast of uh, <laughs> things for uh, Star Wars fans. Just a lot of Easter eggs and a lot of 
bringing stuff into canon that they may want to have for for current or future use. So yeah, I'm 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 going with it. it was awesome. Uh, and I can't wait to talk about episode two next week. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Coast Scott says uh, he wants a Cobb Vanth spinoff. Of course, we're talking about this, like a possible spinoff of a, some kind of Boba Fett series. I mean, I, I feel like they're just, you know, they're they're kind of, so, I mean, obviously they're only two episodes in, but they're kind of beating that sophomore slump uh, uh, so far. Obviously, they have another, what, six episodes to go, give or take. Uh, but just firing on all cylinders and, and it feels like, I don't want to say it feels like they, you know, they can't do no wrong here, but man, they're just, like I said, if it makes someone like me care and, and give a shit, they're doing something right, uh, in this case, because what, what complaints have you heard about the show so far? Really? Nothing. Only the controversy about episode two, which is not, which we'll talk about next week. Not a controversy. Um, and the other thing, just to kind of put on your uh, radar for uh, if you like this whole Star Wars thing, uh, they are going to roll out a <laughs> Lego Star Wars holiday special. Uh, the trailer was just put out showing uh, Ray and BBA doing kind of a Star Wars um, time traveling journey down like the memory lanes of. Uh, Oh, cool. Uh, Count me out. Yep. It's supposed to be coming out November 17th. So that's next Tuesday. Um, so, yes. Yeah, so, I mean, hey, some people absolutely love the whole Lego uh, franchise. Oh, the everything. Lego thing isn't what bothers me. It's I know. the fact that I know. Kind of done with the Disney sequels in their entirety. Yeah, but this may be like a fun thing for kids, you know, sort of thing, you know. So, uh, yeah, kind of, kind of what it is, what it is. You now. know, I, I, I've been arguing with people, I, I hate to say, on Facebook, I've been arguing with some people with regards to the whole HasLab, Razorcrest, which is the Mandalorian ship. Okay. Oh, yes, yes. Um, and, and, and I have, and I posted, I posted pretty much my argument. I posted on our Facebook. If you scroll through there, you can find it. It funded, by the way, I think with over 25,000 backers. Okay. Which isn't a surprise, but at 350 and the way they loaded it up, if if you were a captive audience who wanted to get that ship and the only way you were going to get it was through this, then you put down your money and you were a backer. Um, not to get into the whole argument, but I've been arguing with people that the Mandalorian is the biggest... Um, uh, uh, what's the... I'm trying to think of the professional term that they use... It's the it's the biggest uh, something of the franchise. I can't remember what the professional term term is. I'll think of it. But anyway, it's the biggest Star Wars thing happening right now. And someone was arguing with me that the Disney prequels or sequels, the Disney sequels were more popular than the Mandalorian. And I'm like, you're high. Because nobody is talking crap about the Mandalorian and the crap about especially Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker continues to this day. And we're how long removed from both the, both of those movies at this point. Mm -hmm. So there you go. So there you go. Uh, one more kind of shitty story. I just kind of want to throw out there. Expression. 
Sorry, the biggest expression of the fan tr- the the franchise. Nice. There, I remember. No problem. Uh, one shitty story I just kind of want to get out of the way about Warner Brothers. Uh, they're looking to uh, cut costs by about 20%, as originally stated by the Wall Street Journal. Uh, and they're oh. looking to lay off thousands of jobs. No exact uh, number. They're saying the, the workforce could be cut down as much as 5 to 7% in total. Uh, no exact breakdown of like which divisions are going to get hit or anything like that. Uh, you know, just another- I know somebody they could fire and save a lot of money. <laughs> uh, well, Zach Snyder. There is. Uh, I mean, it's unfortunate. Uh, I'm sure COVID's going to be blamed as part of the reason. Which uh, you know, at a time when everyone's looking for content, that's a bit uh, crazy. Uh, but it's uh, you know, just one of those unfortunate situations that is uh, uh, currently happening right now. Um, what you call? Uh, hold on one second. Okay. I just saw a little message too. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think it's, we're good. Uh, we, we're trying out Zoom for the first time, guys. So that's why uh, we're kind of getting used to everything at the moment. Uh, so, that's why you don't see Sandwich a lot. Yeah. So a little bit of. He only pops up when he speaks. So uh, some good news, uh, which I feel like this was kind of an automatic. Uh, the Umbrella Academy is coming back for a third season. Not surprising. Uh, the third season um, will consist of 10 hour-long episodes. It's set to begin production February 21st in Toronto, Canada. Who knows if that's going to get delayed again, just like everything else because of COVID uh, and travel restrictions. As Even as we're saying this, uh, like in New Jersey, they're uh, restricting dining and some the way how some people are able to go to businesses. Uh, so I'm going to tentatively say February 2021 since uh everything is tentative but uh yeah do they have a do they have uh are they zeroing in on a release date are we looking at 2022 at this point uh skimming through skimming through late 21 no something no word on when it will be released uh you figure figure i don't want to wait i i i get that but you figure they're not going to why What's the benefit for them to say, let's release it on this date? There's so no, there's not, so many there's a, so many unknowns. Date. There's so many not unknowns. a date, but if if they know when they're starting production, let's say they they're saying we're going to start production in February 21 with uh you know with a late 2021 launch date to be determined. Because I I would and I'm, this is totally an if assumption. If they start on time, because this is a total. If they assumption. phrase it that way, this is a total assumption. Uh, yeah, I know. Because no, no, I'm telling you my reasoning. I think, uh, but I think because uh, since this is one of those shows that's such a big driver for Netflix, um, they're going to wait so they don't think it's going to like hurt their stock price and investors are going to be concerned right. uh, because people are just going to have you know one concern after another, whatever the case may be. Um, but yeah, that that's why I think they're gonna they're gonna hold off because. Uh, since everyone's able to get away with, you know, we just don't know because of COVID and use that as the excuse, why why handicap yourself? But that, again, is just my assumption uh, on everything. Um, so a little bit of good news. WandaVision, the first episode was uh, uh, filmed and in front of a live studio audience and was screened by a number of people and it's getting great reviews right now. And they said it is supposed to uh, tee up the next Doctor Strange movie um, yeah. uh, which I in, mean, the, we in the of, multiverse of madness. Yes. Which we, we pretty much knew that already. Um, but you know, I love the fact that they're kind of going for this whole, 
Nick at Night vibe, and it's going to be a consistent look, kind of what we would think going through the entire uh, season of the show. I don't know if it's, this is going to be a recurring thing or whatever the case may be. Yet, they're, yeah, they're going to bounce around through different uh, through different dimensions uh, and different in the multiverse. So, yeah, I think it's going to be really interesting. Yeah, I'm really. I mean, I'm very excited for this. Um, I think. I mean, they're very talented actors, uh, and the execution is is unique. In this circumstance, uh, you know, the closest thing maybe is uh, aging Carter, but, you know, because maybe that, you know, that somewhat time error there, uh, but not. Um, so, yeah, it, it's just something that's appealing, different and, uh, you know, kind of fancy. So uh, I'm a fan of it there. Um, I think uh, I, I think that's also going to uh, be the case for Spider-Man 3. You know, all the rumors seem to indicate that they're going to multiverse Spider-Man 3 and that possibly it's still rumored at this point that Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield mm -hmm. will reprise their role, their Spider-Mans mm -hmm. um, in some sort of crossover thing. We know already that Jamie Foxx will appear as Electro Um in mm -hmm. some form or fashion. So yeah. there's that. So I think they are kind of, you know, going this whole trying to tie everything together route, even if they're not going to visit it again. I mean, can you imagine tying sort of the Fox X-Men, but then having, you know, like the X-Men just be here, you know, yeah. like, you know, new X-Men. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities and it gets, it allows them to tie the whole universe together, which I think is really great. For sure. The, uh, the one thing that's making me a little, uh, I don't know, I'm second guess myself. So with the Andrew Garfield movies, I saw the first one, the amazing Spider-Man, uh, and I thought it was terrible. I mean, it was, it just so bad. And the uh, second so, one wasn't any better. I, I never saw the second one because the first one was just so bad. Like, it, there's nothing about it that made me want to uh, spend my money on on that. Oh, you should. Um, oh, you should watch it, but, sir. <laughs> and that's the thing. Like now, I feel like I'm obligated to check it out because of you know because the, it could be part of canon. Technically, 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 yeah. I mean, it only could get like a two second nod. But I know how I am. Like, I'm going to be ticked off at myself for not, you know, not getting that, you know, two seconds while in the theater uh, or driving or wherever the hell I will eventually see the movie. So there did, is there's did, that. It's kind of just like, uh, I, don't, I don't I don't want to spend did, money. Did we on lose it. sandwich? No. It looks did like, we lose sandwich? He's so quiet. He's he's working on something there. Uh, oh, the, the is other, it sleep? No, I don't think so. Uh, the other thing, uh, like a buddy of mine, he actually just hit me up to say that he watched uh, the new Mutants movie, which came out, what was the beginning of the summer, beginning of the year, Oof. or something like that. Uh, he actually said that um, he thought, he, he said it was a good movie. He does, he's not a comics fan at all, so that's why I was interested on his take. He says that if they were trying to, like they were pushing for the PG-13 instead of like a rated R like he, he thought they were. Uh, which, right. which hurt the movie. And he said, it, and again, I didn't see the movie, but he said that it, they had like a very Friday the 13th, um, excuse me, Nightmare on Elm Street kind of vibe going on yeah, throughout the I whole heard movie. That too. Where if they just would have kind of stuck it more towards horror, not cared about the rating, uh, it actually would have been a very, very good movie. So now I'm, I'm actually inclined to check that check out that movie as well at the same time. That, so that may be, that may be the only movie they don't sort of drag into Canon. 
because I don't know. I haven't seen it, so I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if there are any references in the movie that tie it to the other Fox X-Men movies. I don't know if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Um, if it does, then obviously if they drag the Fox X-Men in to canon, then you know that movie would be part of canon. But I, I haven't seen it, so I can't really speak to that. Yeah, exactly. But I, I'm inclined. I kind of want to check them out now just for, uh, you know, just so we can discuss if need be. Um, one other Marvel thing I'd like to hit is uh, they re- they launched a full trailer for the Spider-Man Miles Morales game that's coming out. Uh, what is it? I think that, that in PS5 is actually dropping tomorrow, Thursday, uh, at this time. So, Or at least the pre-orders? I'm not 100% sure. Um, no, I think it's shipping. So oh, okay, the so- Xbox shipped yesterday. Okay. And I think PlayStation's coming out like this week as well. I just don't know when. Hold on. Got no video for you, uh, Mr. Sandwich. Oh, that's strange. I didn't turn it off. It's okay. (laughs) Suddenly, I'm back. There you go. Uh, So I did watch the trailer for the game. And like they're really pushing Miles here. And I'm just not like, I'm not a fan of the character. So... I will check this game out it's, eventually. I will. I'm not buying a PS5. I'll just have it on the PS4 because uh, that's good enough. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's just it's unfortunate. Like I, I know it's a, a variation of Spider-Man and everything because even the, you can even argue the first game is is far off from the comic books. But like Peter Parker, Spider-Man. I mean, that's. I'm sorry, but that's just kind of the way it is in my book, and everything. And there's nothing. And there's nothing wrong with yeah, that. Yeah, you don't yeah, have to yeah. like every character. I'm not knocking and anybody at this else point, for liking him. And at this mo- point, how many of them are there? You know, there's Ben. Isn't there Ben Parker? Is he still around? I yeah, I mean, he's in the comics, I think. Oh, and you also have Silk. You have Gwen, Spider Gwen. Mm-hmm. You have Miles Morales. You have Spider-Man Noir. You have uh, Peter Porker. Yeah. The Amazing Spider-Ham. I mean, listen, Uh, you just just pick up the, uh, like, look at the covers for some of the Spider-Verse comics when those first came out. And you'll just see in general, or the promo art, I should say, there was like uh, 80 or 100 different kinds of Spider-Men. Yeah. Spider-People. Spider yeah. things, like because you know, there's, there's Porky, there's the the pig, as you said. So spider based creatures. Exactly. There you go. Uh, spider mammals. So uh, yeah, I kind of I get that. There's there's a whole bunch of different kinds. So uh, you know, I I don't know if you know with spider they, what was it was uh, there was sandwich. There was the one on PS3. It was was it spider web or something like that. There was I'll look it up probably during the break. But like it had like four or five different kinds of Spider Man characters. Uh, like that the, was, that I was know the which, one that was for PS4, wasn't it? Isn't no, I know which one you're talking about. It's like oh. um, Sandwich, look you at, can play as like Spider-Man Noir, and you can play as like 2099. Yeah, look, 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 I thought look that was that the one. one for the PS4. That the one that OG beat. He was having trouble because he couldn't web now, the doves the or pigeons. the pigeons or whatever. Yeah, it was. That, that was the recent game in PS4. But there was one that launched yeah. on PS3. Which there was, was one before that. On. Yep, there was a there was one. It oh. was it was it got good reviews, not nearly as good. as Shattered that. Dimensions. There you go. Thank you. Uh, which I kind of like that aspect. But again, you know, each his own. And the, the last game was so good. Uh, Spider-Man game was so good that I mean I'm going to give this a try. I'm just not going to uh, drop 60, 70 bucks, whatever it is, for a brand new game. 
uh, once it comes out because I just don't have the time at the moment. But uh, yeah, you know, I'm not a Spider-Man fan at all, except that I think Peter Porker is really funny. Mm-hmm. But I, I, the only iteration of that character that I'm a fan of is Spider-Man Noir. Spider-Man Noir is good and stuff, man. Spe- and specifically set in the Spider-Man Noir universe, I should say. I don't know. I mean, I I liked him in the in the animated film. I thought it was Nick Cage. I thought that a really interesting. Yeah, it was interesting. It was funny. Mm-hmm. But you know, like in his own universe, that those noir. I like all the noir books. I don't know how you feel about those, Mister Monty. I suspect you read them. Though. I I did read them. I thoroughly enjoyed them. I've heard some things about the character recently, which is kind of like eh. Um, I'll be honest. Like I've. Spider I, I, Spider-Man's always been my number one superhero growing up even though I'm I'm a big Daredevil fan as well. Uh but the Spider-Man They did Daredevil cotton, Noir also, didn't they? Do Daredevil uh, yeah, Noir? Yeah, they did. They Yeah, I, I thought they, yeah, they I I'm, I think I think those are the two that I read. I think that I read Spider-Man Noir and Daredevil Noir. I think there was more, but oh, I yeah. didn't read them or at least not yet. I haven't read them. Yeah, the only ones uh there there was a Deadpool pulp that I thought was actually really good. I'm not a, De- a Deadpool fan at all. Uh, the X Men ones were great. The only ones I didn't like were the uh, was the Iron Man one, uh, who was written by a really popular comic book writer. I'm trying to draw a blank and remember who it was. Um, I'll figure that one out. But um, a friend of this show actually wrote the Spider Man Noir, the original one. Uh, yes, uh, Fabrice. Uh, I'm trying to remember his last name, but Dennis, uh, I think, isn't it? Well, he was he's a, he was co created. So. Um, yeah. yeah, so I've had, we've uh, had him at the Gotham comics, which was pretty awesome, uh, at the same time, but, uh, what you call, um, yeah, no, with, uh, Spider-Man though, it's just the, the books lately have just been so just all Marvel a, books. N- n- well, no, I, dude, the daredevil books are so good. Well, that's I, true. I've heard that. I've re- the, the daredevil books are just really, really good. Uh, and I'm a big fan of those. The, uh, uh, what you call, but Spider-Man, just has not done it for me. Like he, it needs to be, it's been cookie cutter for too long and they almost need to kind of like really punch it up with something that's kind of, yeah. Uh, really out there and fancy, you know, or just like a, like, I don't know, more like a, uh, not HBO style, but just more kind of like a adult theme kind of like, you know, not so Saturday morning cartoon, like is what I'm trying to say. Like daredevil max. That'd be, Oh, that'd be great. Uh, remember the remember the Marvel Max books? I do. I I miss the yeah, Marvel Max. Like I, don't, that. I don't know if that's, those are ever going to come back that kind of style. They're not. S- Scott Snyder did. <laughs> Scott Snyder did Iron Man Noir. That's, uh, that's it's owned by uh, Disney. It's yeah. owned by Disney. That's why it's never coming back. I, I, I totally agree. Um, the only other thing uh, in the news I really wanted to hit was just uh, more like a heads up because I enjoy this stuff. Uh, Jordan Peele, uh, his next uh, horror movie is going to be coming out from Universal Pictures. Uh, and set for a July 2022 release. Um, that's all we know. But you know what? I'm, okay. I, I'm at the point where it's like, give me some good we'll news. Take it. Give me, give me some good stuff. I didn't care much for his last film. I was one of the only people on the planet who didn't. Um, was that us? That was us. Yeah. Yeah. His the one before that. I was the last person on earth to probably see that movie. Um, but that was that was, I thought that was phenomenal. Just this last movie just didn't really do it for me the same way. Um, and that's just about it really for the prep shoot. We have some stuff to talk about in segment two. So big Kev, why don't uh, you send us a break, sir? 
With that, Mr. Monty, Mr. Sandwich, if you're still there, yeah, uh, we will take our Thanks. first and only break on this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 613. Oh, we never named it. Uh, we could do some Jeopardy thing like, uh, you know, like what is the number of the episode, Alex? And we'll be right back. We'll be right back. Hey, Geek Stuff listeners. It's West Coast Scott here. Did you know I do a podcast with my lovely wife? Say hi, Brittany. Hi. Tell them about our podcast. We do a weekly podcast where we talk about travel, conventions, Disneyland, and our growing family. It's called the PieCast because we got married on Pie Day, and it's available wherever you find your podcasts. You can also follow us on social media. At Pie Day Family. And my new Twitter handle is at Pie Day Scott. Check us out. I'm James Hatton. And I'm Podcast Rob. And we're the Something Something Cast. We're a pop culture podcast that chats about movies, comics, TV, music, video games, and a whole lot more. Check us out at our home at somethingcast.com. And also on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and other fine podcatchers as well. Proud members of Hashtag Pottern Family and ACPN, the art, comedy, and pop culture podcast network. Build your own X-Wing. Skywalker's legendary Red 5 Starfighter from the Star Wars Saga. The X-Wing is recreated in stunning detail in a massive 1 to 18 scale and comes complete with remote activated working lights, R2-D2 motorized wings, removable hyperdrive opening cockpit, and a magazine full of fascinating facts, plus an amazing step-by-step assembly guide. You will also receive a free binder, power pack, and bookends model space. Warriors, come out to play. Warriors, come out to play. This is Erwin Keyes, the bad cop from the Warriors. Hey, this is Roger Hill from the Warriors. This is Apache Ramos from the Orphans. This is Coaches David Harris from the Warriors. This is Brian Tyler, a.k.a. Snow, from the Warriors. Hey, this is Terry Micah's Vermin from the Warriors. This is Thomas G. Waits, the Fox, from the Warriors. This is Deborah Van Valkenburg from the Warriors. Hey, this is Michael Beck from the Warriors. This is Dorsey Wright from the Warriors, and you're listening to Big Cavs Geeks. Can you dig it? Live from Studio M, the sandwich shop, and Big Kevuna Studios, it's Geek Stuff TNG. During our commercial break, you heard from our amazing sponsor, BuildXWing.com. This model is a 118th scale, making it the only fully scaled, fully detailed X-Wing ever made for use with your three and three-quarter Star Wars action figures. This X-Wing features many amazing details like the proton torpedo bay, working engine lights, and a light-up R2-D2. You can add your own boops, bops, and beeps. The S-foils open into attack position. The laser cannons simulate firing, and the engine lights power up all by remote control. We recommend you take them up on their do-do-do-do-do-do premium offer. You get 118th scale hanger accessories to create a detailed display of your X-Wing, including crates, 
tanks, personnel transporter, landing lamps, fuel pump, a ladder, as well as several static figures, including ground crew members and even Luke Skywalker himself. When you sign up for your subscription each month, in addition to your parts of the model, you'll get four full curl magazines featuring instructions for the parts you received, fascinating articles about the original models used in the movies, and more. You can collect these great source materials in a free binder, which you'll receive as part of your subscription. As a fan of collectibles, you may have seen models like this online or at shows or conventions. And I don't need to tell you, the price tag can be quite high. The genius of this system is that you're paying a little each month, as well as having fun putting it together yourself. You can check out more info over at buildxwing.com or reach in by phone at 877-544-6779. Check them out today. Good job, Dom. Good job. I have one criticism. You can criticize all you want. You would criticize me anyways. Just one. It's a personnel transport, not a personal transport. It doesn't move you around. It moves this other thing, listen, this personnel. Thing is so huge. This thing is so huge and beautiful. You could personally <laughs> be transported on this X-Wing. It's amazing. <laughs> and there you go. I've seen S-Foils open into a attack position. This thing can do it. <laughs> I've seen things, man. I've seen things. You know what's you know what's great the fact that uh, the ex the um that that the, the sh- y- you know we talk about how great this product is and it's because it's really great but I'm so like I'm so thinking about what a display I might make using one or more of these ships because you know how much I love scaled ships um, but you know, I just think it would be just so great if, and I know people are out there doing it. They're customizing it for different pilots and so on and so forth. And I mean, the possibilities with this thing are just endless. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, what a, it's such a great product. I have not heard what they're doing next, but I think we're getting to that point mm-hmm. where they should be announcing soon whatever the next. Thing is going to be because I feel like X-Wing should be wrapping up uh, fairly soon. But we can talk about that after the show, um, Mr. Sandwich, because uh, actually I just triggered something that I want to talk to you about. So, um, Right. Uh, Mr. Monty, did you have something before we uh, start with the product? Yes, but one other thing, just because, as I said, cool things to see and everything. Uh, Something kind of cool happened at work today where I'm having a video conference with somebody. Very, you know, professional guy, wore a suit, very, you know, kind of like office decor, the usual stuff. But I looked, I had did a double take. He had a, a framed vest hanging on his wall in a very beautiful frame. A vest? A vest. Okay. I, I, I double clicked on the, the Google Meets thing to enlarge it. He had a, I assume it's a replica, but it was a replica of the warrior's vest from the movie. Yeah. Ooh. And I zoomed in as close as I can. He had a ton of autographs on that thing. I wasn't in the setting where I can talk to the guy about it. Yeah. But he had, uh, it was just such a cool <laughs> little setup to have. Like all this professional office decor, but like his, his guilty pleasure with this movie, which is a phenomenal movie, which I know Sandwich has seen. So he's not going to have to put it on his list of movies he has to watch. Right. Um, right, Sandwich? I've seen it. Oh, I've seen good. Warriors. Good, good, good. Have uh, you? It's been a long time, but I've seen it. I'll accept that. All right. It's been a long time, uh, but I've fine. seen it. That's fine. 
Like, uh, I was like a, a six-inch sandwich. You don't have to compare yourself to an actual sandwich menu. Dumb. It's okay. I was just a oh, finger sorry. sandwich. <laughs> I was just a finger sandwich. But it I was, was just a finger sandwich. But, but it was really cool seeing that vest, and it made me just like, it, it made me want the damn thing. So just a, a cool little thing just to kind of uh, yeah. uh, throw out. So, so let me tell you, um, all of, almost the entire cast of The Warriors... With two notable exceptions, um, uh, I can't remember the actors' names for the life of me. I can't. It's the. It was the guy that played Gans in Forty Eight Hours, whose name I always forget. And the moment I hear it, I'm just like, "Why do I forget it?" And the guy that um, that that clicked the bottles with his fingers and said, "Warriors, come out and play." <laughs> that guy. Um, who, who, oh, who by the way, I, I just I don't know why this never dawned on me, who is also in 48 hours, who played Eddie Murphy's friend who he hits with the car door. <laughs> Luther, that's the character's name. So it's actually Luther and Gans from 48 hours are the only two people um, that I have never seen at a show. I'm not saying they haven't done them. James Remar, James Remar, I think is the one who played Gans. Um, and I do not, for the life of me, I can't remember the other actor's name. But uh, those two guys, as far as I know, have never done uh, shows. I could be wrong about that. If I am wrong at that, you'll give us a call at the GVM line. Two zero one seven three zero two five four seven, and uh, you'll you'll let us know if you met uh, James Remar. I think is one, and whoever the other guy is. Um, but other than that, as far as I know, because most of them have appeared on this program, uh, I think all the rest of them are are kind of out there. Um, usually doing East Coast shows, usually New York metro area shows, because I think most or all of them live in New York. Um, Dorsey Wright, um, J Apache Ramos, um, David, uh, David, uh, what the heck's his name? I can't remember his name. Well, if you heard during the break, if you heard our um, Warriors show id the classic big kev's geek stuff id uh you hear all those all those guys mm -hmm. um most of them as far as i know at least were going around i don't know if they still are or not including erwin keys who played the bad cop um who if you google him you might recognize him from other things from the 70s and early 80s i know you will uh mr uh, Mr. Monty, because I think he's been in quite a few things that that you probably have enjoyed. Brian Snow, I think, is another one. So yeah, so they're they you know they've they've all gotten around. The only one of them that has passed away is Roger Miller, who played the guy who screams, "Can you dig it?" I can't yeah. remember the character's name. That guy regrettably passed away a few years ago. Uh, Rod, I think it was Roger Hill, I think was his name. Um, uh, yeah, but the rest of them are kind of out there. So Mr. Monty, you can definitely get a replica vest because there's more than, you know, there are several places that, that make them. Mm -hmm. And if you were diligent about looking at local shows, I'm guessing you could probably get it filled up with signatures 
Deborah Van Valkenburg is another one who, mm-hmm. who has been around, uh, as well as um, uh, the guy who played the lead was also the lead in Xanadu, if, if you really want to get deep, deep cuts. Um, Michael Beck, I think is his name. He, uh, yeah, they, they, they've all been around. I think that's a project that you could totally tackle. It, um, it probably could be the, the only thing is I need one or two more signatures for my back to the future poster. Uh, and I need to, cause I fell off the cliff. Uh, I have my army of darkness movie poster, uh, which just has Bruce Campbell right now. So I would like to get a few more names onto that bad boy, uh, right. uh, as well. So I'd like to to definitely kind of kind of work on those things. That'd be kind of fun for me. So too bad I drove I drove the director last year. Sam um, Sam Raimi. Yeah. Oh. We're did talking. I ever did I ever send you that picture? I no. should send you that picture. No, it's you, really you got you to get up on that. You know, as we're uh, kind of just talking uh, uh, Army of Darkness horror, uh, there is yes. that kind of goes into the thing I want to talk about, which isn't surprising given the topic. Uh, there's a new store that just opened up in Butler, New Jersey. Uh, oh. It's called the Graveyard Gallery. Uh, the nice. Gra- the Graveyard Gallery. You can find them on Facebook, Instagram. Uh, they also have an Etsy shop. So this is a small shop that this guy and his fiance opened up uh, who are big horror fans. As I've mentioned before, I am so is the squeeze. Uh, we pull up in front of this shop. I've never been to Butler. Oh, the squeeze. Um, and... <laughs> Calm down, calm down. You got the vapors. Uh, we pull up in front of the store, and the guy is playing <sighs> Evil Dead Two um, in the big screen TV in the back that we can see from uh, from the curb. So right away we knew we nice. were going to like it. Uh, I would kind of classify the store is kind of like divided into like three kind of um, parts of inventory. It's the stuff that you're going to see out of like a previews book, like Trick or Treat Studios, uh, you know that that kind of stuff. Uh, it right. has. Uh, some old vintagey things, which are really cool. Um, he had a 1950s um, uh, carnival uh, tra- like, a, like poster, which was just really nice. cool. He had some like old like throwback, like kind of like some old vintagey items, which are really fun. And one aspect that I love, he had a lot of creator-owned stuff, like the kind of stuff you would see uh, at a, at a geek fleet. People who are creating their own kind of content. It was handmade. Um, masks. It was uh, blocks of wood that was uh, had like special paint on it and had like the classic horror movie monsters. Uh-huh. Uh, it just looked phenomenal. Uh, we actually nice. bought this really cool thing. It was this guy. Um, it was about the size of a movie poster, give or take. Uh, but it had uh, Frankenstein had Frankenstein's monster and had the bride in it, this kind of uh, uh, spray painting thing that he did on there. Uh, but he included this thing where it looks like there's like a lightning bolt kind of going down between the two uh, with like a little LED light and everything. And it, Oh, wow, it, nice. It, it, looked, it looked phenomenal. The guy is just, the, 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 his fiance wasn't there, it was just the gentleman. Um, really, really nice, really knowledgeable. Um, the, the store was opened up maybe a week before Halloween, so the, uh, they're doing pretty good. But they say so far they're getting some great foot traffic already because, of course, we just right. we're kind of chomping at the bitches to go outside. But, uh, you know, it's a unique store, uh, really great people. We spent some serious coin uh, that one day. And uh, my, my dad, who's a big horror fan, uh, another f- uh, friend or two of mine who uh, saw the Instagram pictures are ready to go uh, as well. So I'm actually very excited to go back there. Uh, again, in Butler, New Jersey, the Graveyard Gallery. Props, masks, special effects, and a whole bunch of 
uh, items. It's a very small store, but uh, if you like horror at all, uh, I'd be amazed if there's something in there that you don't want to bring uh, home with you. So uh, yeah, check them out if you can, because they're just a whole lot of awesome. And uh, we need. Do they have an online presence? They they have uh, uh, the Graveyard Gallery on Instagram and Facebook, and they're also on Etsy. Ah, got it. So so check nice. them, check them okay. out because you know we need more of those kind of cool mom and pop specialty stores. Uh, you know whether it's comics, whether it's toys, whether it's, it's horror and that stuff. And like, it's all happening. It's all happening. It's you know I, I we need that stuff. Yeah, I, I wrote as as part of my uh, discussion slash argument with people online with regards to HasLab's Razorcrest. One of the things that I said was, you know, that the hobby at retail is dying. Toys, mm -hmm. action figures is dying at retail. And it's because companies like Hasbro just have lost their fucking minds. Um uh, but that said, my the final sort of the closing part of my argument was just look on Etsy and other places at people who are just creating their own stuff. Mm -hmm. They're casting, they're 3D printing, they're painting, they're even packaging their own stuff. Yeah. Uh, and some of the even the bigger ones that we've talked about on this program, like uh, um, the, the company doing sectars, uh, the dime store legends, the, the Western figures, you know, those guys are even having their stuff produced in China at this point and other companies as well. And, it, you know, like that's the way it's going. It's going to small mom and pop LLCs and small companies who are just doing small batch stuff. Yeah. You know, I got I got a figure uh, uh, today. Um, it's basically a recarded Admiral Akbar, mm -hmm. Right. But the guy created a droids card for it from the cartoon droids from the eighties uh, in which Admiral Akbar appeared. That's it. Simple. And just a beautiful collectible, beautiful, beautifully done, never going to be done by Hasbro or anybody else. So yeah, I think that's the direction that all of this sort of collecting you with horror stuff, me with uh, uh, toys. And uh, you know, both of you know, because you've been uh, at a convention with me, you both know how much I love the alternative movie posters. Those are, those are, you know, those are the artists who are just doing their own movie posters mm -hmm. of different movies and how much I love some of those. It's just, that's just the way things are going. It, it's so. very, it's very unfortunate, and you know what? I, I just think more people need to. While yes, it's convenient, you're kind of sacrifice. You're sacrificing quality for the convenience sometimes when you're just right. able to just go online. And I, I know because of COVID, things are a little tricky right now. Uh, right. But you know, you you know, I could go to Target to get something to put in my living room. Uh, but it's not going to have. Uh, there's no backstory to it. There's nothing like personal about it because. You know, that right. one that item that maybe there were five items of that one target, but they were probably at every other store, every other target across the country. Uh, so so this one, there it means a lot more. And uh, the money you spend goes a lot further uh, for what you spend. And you know what? Sometimes it's a matter of like, you know, if we want this, if we want our hobbies to continue to excel, uh, we that's need, it. That's we, the argument right there. It's, it, you know, and, and it just, it adds more fun. I mean, that goes but more to like, yeah, you can go on eBay to just buy something to, to buy it, but like that kills the adventure. 
Uh, so I, I mean, this is something you and I, Kev, I think, uh, we, we totally agree and we can art, we can debate on this, not even debate, but we can just advocate it really right. for hours on end. Uh, but it's something that I really, really, uh, uh, push people to try out on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, whenever your days are off right. are, to go to those specialty stores, go to those antique stores and, you know, actually bring the cash, uh, to try to, uh, find something that really means something to you. Cause I, I damn near guarantee you're going to find something if you just put a little bit of work into it. So agreed. I'm getting off my soapbox right now. Sandwich, what do you have right there? <laughs> Pretty soon, Sandwich is going to start All creating right. his own magic cards. I would love that. Oh, I'd love to hear see that. Yes, that would be that. <laughs> Go on, Sandwich. Stick figures with All right, Mr. So, Sandwich, what is this um, week's secret product yes. reveal? So first, before we even get into that, I want to just let people who don't know, I want to pull back the curtain a little bit. One of the, my favorite parts of working at the archive is getting to play with toys that didn't pay for and seeing cool shit. <laughs> because when you work at the archive, there's cool stuff coming in all the time. <laughs> and so I would never, I, I would never have to, I would never, <laughs> that's just how it is. Fantastic. Sometimes, you know, there's bad days and good days, any job. That's just any job. That's not to say there's bad days at the right. archive. That's any shop, you know, sometimes it gets busy, you know, a good day today is just, Freaking thing is awesome. Let me talk about it. So what I got for you guys is the Neon Tech War Machine from Hot Toys. I have been staring at this thing <laughs> off screen while they've been talking for like 20 minutes straight. I, I was thinking about saying I don't have product and keeping it in my room. I'll be honest. This thing is gorgeous. I Listen. You know, I talked about on the show for the past couple of weeks. I love Mezco. Mezco has my heart right now for collectibles. But this Neon Tech War Machine from Hot Toys is amazing. And it's heavy. And it just. Yeah, it's, it's die cast. Yeah, it's die cast. So let's yeah, talk about that. Yeah. So Hot Toys, is, yeah. uh, probably around the. Uh, oh, I don't know. It's a couple years ago now. Um, they what they wanted to do was they wanted to yeah you can go ahead and pop that on or whatever uh, you can keep talking you can keep messing with it while I, I'm talking I, it about kind, it I didn't want to they decided that they wanted to um, or Disney allowed them to I should say it is combine the stylistic uh, uh, the the style if you will from the Tron sequel wow. And Marvel, in, uh, in particular, um, Iron Man armor. Wow. And uh, they created these designs. Now, uh, that's War Machine, right, Mr. Sandwich? This is War Machine right right here. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't have known. I mean, you, you'd know, but like, I put the gun on to try to make it look a little clearer. But um, I don't know what the Iron Man looks like because I think we talked about... I don't know if I talked about it. I don't know if that was pre-sandwich. I think that was before. Uh, you. I think we talked about the Iron Man on the show. We, we talked about at least one excellent. of them, but there's been like it. two or three. So I remember when they when Kev got it because I probably moved it. So <laughs> I remember seeing it, thinking this is awesome. It's way different to see a beautiful picture on a screen and to hold the beautiful picture in your hand because. I can't stop gushing about this thing. Holy <laughs> crap. It's so beautiful. Oh my God. Yeah. 
Yeah, and you know, one of the great I things I about, know a whole lot about see, hot toys. I'll be honest, but it's just yeah. You see the sort no, you go, of you go, you go. You see the sort of coloring there, the sort of orange coloring. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that is like uh, I can't remember what kind the like UV light sort of reflective vid thing. Um, so that if you if you display it with a, a sort of special, either you put a little special filter over your light or you use a specific. I think it's UV, but you'd have to maybe Mr. Monty can uh, look it up uh, uh, online on sideshowtoy.com or you can see more pictures. Uh, of this until we figure out the picture thing on our website. Um, 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 and it glows. It looks like it glows just like the Tron suits from Tron legacy. So um, that was one of the things I know they wanted to accomplish and they slaughtered it. Now I've seen this thing with the light on it oh, and God. it is unbelievable now tell i i may be wrong about this mr sandwich but i'm pretty sure there's some light up features there like the eyes and the chest oh, i don't know it, 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 from what i know i i didn't try to i think it came with some kind of batteries yes, or something to yeah. make it light up i haven't finagled with every i haven't yeah. with that i know for sure that, it's that the the arc reactor here definitely should light up, and the yeah. eyes definitely look like they should light up as well. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure those um, are the two things, the two bits of it that light up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I mean, so uh, if you can got, imagine, even even without the sort of special light that makes those those sort of orange colored effects really pop and really glow, even without those, um, you're still getting light up features in the eyes and in the arc reactor. So. Um, that's pretty phenomenal. And not to mention the fact, I, I, I said this early on, and Mr. Sandwich will confirm, that's completely die-cast, that armor. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's all no, metal, this thing's kids. got like... Yeah. yeah. This thing is that, no joke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Arm's getting a little I mean, tired. <laughs> you know, and they've done a lot of the Iron Man, most of them, actually, I think. I don't know if it's all of them, but most of them have been done die-cast simply because it you know brings that level of of sort of uh awesomeness you know up to 11 if you will if if you'll mind the pun um and uh that's that's one of the things that i really like now i am not an iron man fan at all i am however a huge mm -hmm. tron fan so there was no way as a tron fan was i letting these go by because these are going to have in, in a someday display of mine where I have Tron things on display, these are going to stand tall, proud, and pop when I position them, pose them, and have the proper light cast on them so that they look completely amazing with all those colored effects popping in the special light. Mr. Monty, did you happen to find any writ on that that tells us what the light is? So it looks here that it just says, uh, ooh, let me click because I'm looking at two of them. Uh, it just says, uh, a, under a specialized LED light. Uh, shiny black right. and orange colored armor with luminous reflective patterns appearing under specialized LED lights. So, I wonder what kind of I wonder what kind of light it is. Now I have to do more research and get back to you next not, week. Not I've seen some I've seen someone that has sort of like a sort of like a flashlight thing, but I don't think it was black light. I don't think it was that 70s. 
it may have been, but I just don't recall if it was that sort of uh, that specific um, of a light pattern. But I'll, I'll look or I'll, or, or I'll call the folks over at Sideshow and uh, have them tell me what the light is. They might even sell a, a little light for that. Is that what you were going with? No, the, the one thing I was going to add right now is uh, on Sideshow, Sideshow.com, uh, it's yes. selling for $407. Correct. The layaway plan right now is uh, three payments of uh, $122 after a deposit of 41 bucks. But the cool thing is that there's a special going on right now. Uh, free shipping within the United States. And- Which is going to save you a fortune because it weighs a ton. And... But wait, there's more. Uh, $30 off if you use the code W-M-N-E-O-N. W-M-N-E-O-N for $30 off. Wow. So, uh, yeah, you're getting yourself uh, a whole lot of amazing toy uh, while saving, what would you say? You're saving a minimum of 50 bucks if you're able to combine the two at checkout right there. More than that. More than that, Mr. Monty, because it weighs a ton. The shipping is not cheap on this item. Then there you go. Right so, there. so yeah, uh, very important to note. Uh, Mr. Sandwich, can you tell us what's, what else is in yes. the, I know there's a stand in the box. Are there like other pieces? I so, uh, you had the shoulder mounted cannon. I saw. We have the shoulder-mounted cannon. I'm going to put down the uh, piece for a little bit. Um, I think this is like a railing for the gun, maybe? Because there's like a long piece. I don't want to take oh. it out because I'm very okay. worried about it because I'm small pieces and stuff. It could be but part of the there's stand. There's stand. There's, you know, the L. No, no. Yeah. There's part of the stand and there's something. I guess I'll have to. Uh, what is this? Oh, yeah. This is like a... Like bullets for the railgun, I guess. Oh, nice. Okay, like a, like an ammo thing. Is not show very well? Yeah, like a ribbon. But that's what it is. Uh, it comes with two extra sets of hands. Um, I'm not one for. So, I mean, stands are cool. Not yeah, I don't. Stands, I'm not. I don't. I'm not big on this. Yeah, I mean, it's a nice stand. I'm just not big on nice stands. Stand. It's a nice stand. Yeah. Um, the we'll hands are here, they like all the little the, batteries and whatnot. Right. Are the hands, are they relaxed hands and fist hands? Um, so two fists come on it. Yeah. And then there's four relaxed hands, which also have an opening, I think, maybe for a light. That's possible. Yeah. It might have wiring up to the hand. Yeah, it does. So it that would be, yeah, for the repulsor. It also might light up. For the repulsors. Yeah, yeah that makes sense, um, actually. So, yeah, I mean, that's uh, a tough so, decision right there, Mr. Monty. Do you go with the fists? Do you go with the two repulsor hands? Do you mix it up? That's uh, that's interesting. I think one set of repulsor hands has this. These fingers move and the other ones don't. So also be aware of that. These fi- Some of the hands. Oh, articulation in the fingers of the repulsor hands. That's yes. cool. I mean, there's a nice. lot. Of, there's a lot of versatility in this in this item, and I, I think it kind of depends. The way I would display this figure is really kind of base it off of the other the rest of your collection, like how you, the rest of your shelf looks like. I mean, luckily with all of these uh, characters, uh, what these what is it, three or four that have this kind of uh, the three of them that have this uh, uh, charm look going on. 
Uh, yeah. Maybe it's worth where you have them on one separate shelf so you can display them, um, you know, kind of separate from everything else. Or you make it look like they're kind of like flying or landing so you can have like a spotlight on them or some kind of like neon light or some kind of specialty thing going on there. Uh, because yeah. I think they're going to pop out so much and they're going to be, they're going to need different lighting than the, your, your other everyday characters that you have going on right now. Do you know what I, I wanted to say to that, Mr. Monty, is I don't know if it was Sideshow or if it was Hot Toys. And I don't know that it went through Sideshow and I can't remember. I remember there being some sort of chamber that you could stand these three sets of armor in and the chambers were lit with whatever the special light is so that it popped but they were kind of it, it reminded me like the hall of armor so they just kind of static looking i wouldn't want that for these figures i would want the full pose the full action you know when 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 i had someone visiting i would want the lights you know the eye lights the arc light the hand lights i would want all that stuff on and in an action pose mm -hmm. not a static just sort of standing in a in a you know what amounts to a sarcophagus uh just because it's lit special i'd rather take the uh the, you know i'd rather take the 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 initiative to do the special lighting myself rather than than you know deal with that but that's just me other people might think different. yeah the one thing i will say is um you know, we, we've said so many great things about Sideshow, about um, Hot Toys, about their products. The one thing I'm extremely surprised is lacking on the Sideshow website, which I never really understood, is why is it they don't have um, setups or toolboxes kind of so you can set up like lights or help you set up like your shelves, set up your dioramas, give you some like, you know, books, like how, how to, you know, how to do it for the everyday person. I think it would be kind of you know, beneficial. You know why? It's, it's not there. Yes. Do you know why? No. My opinion. Go on. Uh, I, it's because they don't sell those products. And there are so many guys, Mr. Monty, on YouTube mm -hmm. who show you how to get. I mean, at this point, I'd say if you're displaying sideshow stuff and you're doing it strictly retail meaning you're not like going out and finding specialty cases like that stores use if you're doing strictly retail stuff you could buy at retail as a consumer 95 percent of guys are going to ikea and probably 99 percent of those guys are buying a shelf called detoff okay uh, you can Google it. Um, and they uh, they get these Detoff shelves and you can see an infinite number of ways on YouTube to light them to, and more importantly than light them because they're not sealed, how to make them dust proof. Okay. So you never have to go in there and dust because if you've ever had to dust <laughs> any collection, you know you don't want to dust any collection. So there's that as well. Um, so yeah, I think that's probably the reason. I think the closest Sideshow gets to that is if they have the featured collector and they show the featured collector uh, uh, collections, a lot of which use uh, the sort of Ikea-ish versions, if not the actual Ikea versions. But some of the collectors, and, and I count myself amongst these, um, use the big sort of store display uh, cases, right, Mr. Sandwich? Yes. 
You remember that that display I had, right, uh, Sandwich? Remember that big display case I used to have? <laughs> we might have to put that up as a... You're talking about one thing, you're talking about another thing. No, I'm talking about the thing that you think I'm talking about. You know, the one you rolled ah. down the... <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. So we may have to put up a a Patreon-only video, uh, Mr. Uh, Monty, which... Ah. Which maybe I will forward to you for you to. Does Monty to edit know about that? I presentable. I didn't know that was Sandwich who did that. Oh, that was Sandwich that did that. Oh, oh you've seen it. Yes, I saw it well before you came into the picture. Dom, you and I gotta have a talk, buddy. Come on. Okay. And there's there's another one. Uh, there's another one of him moving <laughs> moving my couch. That's not a video though. That's that's just a static photo. And whatever it said on the back of his shirt was just priceless. So anyway, anyway, all that aside, it's the Hot Toys um, War Machine Neon Tech War Machine, right? Isn't that what, ne- what they're yeah, calling the Neon it? Neon Tech War Machine. Yes. Uh, still available, says Mr. Monty at sideshowtoy.com. Um, specials going on right now. So much off, free shipping. This might be the time for you to hop on board and get uh, one of these cool pieces. And uh, yeah, and continue to check out uh, Sideshow and Hot Toys for other cool 12 inch collectibles uh, uh, from those guys. So yeah, thank you, uh, Mr. Sandwich. That was a thrilling surprise. Indeed. Now put him carefully back in the box. Ten out of ten. There you go. Oh, I'm gonna treat this thing better than I treat a child. That's good. That is, that is good to know. Uh, boys, I think we can uh, wrap things up at this point of the show. Oh joy! Uh, but you can catch us out each and every week over at GeekStuffTNG.com. Same thing goes for our social medias at the Instagram, Facebook. Uh, and the Twitters at GeekStuffTNG.com. Uh, you can find me online as Monty's Mayhem, M-O-N-T-E-S-M-A-Y-H-E-M. Uh, on the uh, Instagrams, the Snapchats, the Twitters, the YouTubes, the LinkedIn. You know, I'm, I'm all over the place. I'm, I'm, I'm versatile. Uh, Big Kev. Uh, you can find me on the Xbox One Network as Big Kev GS and BK Geek Stuff everywhere else. You can find me uh, at Fat Dumbledore. F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O. I'm sending up the thing. F-A-T-D-O-M-B-L-E-D-O-R-E on Instagram and Xbox. And uh, don't forget our Telefriend contest is running uh, now until we end it. Uh, and what we want you to do is tell a friend about the show. Tell the friend to check out the show and then give us a call at the GVM line. 201-730-2547. No, no, no. No, no, Mr. Monty. Don't clean up his mess. No, hold on. He can he's handle he's it. organizing your mess right now. I was just helping that's, the boy I, out. That's, that's all I'm that doing. That is a, it's a product from the archives, sir. I don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, And also, they can drop us an email. At geeksoftng at gmail.com. Oh, yeah. 
Wow. I'm trying, hey, to, I'm trying to bail you out, bro. I'm trying. Uh, like, and and have your uh, have your friend tell us about uh, what they liked about the show and have them tell us that you recommended them and you and your friend could win fabulous cash and prizes uh, from Geek Stuff TNG. So check that out. Also check out the Patreon uh, where can they find that, Mr. Monty? Patreon.com slash GeekStuffTNG. There you go. So check that out. Become a patron and you'll get all kinds of fun things. We do have a lot of things that are coming up, uh, one of which will be a sp- apparently a special sandwich video uh, that will be coming for, for betraying members only. No. Oh, Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm gonna give it to you, Mr. Monty, and you're gonna be like, "We got to do something with this." No, I've seen you might the video. Eat you've, it showed, up. you've shown me you the know, video before. I'm just saying, if you sped up part of it, you know what I mean. If you, you made just like a two minute thing or like two and a half minute thing, well, and put you, like that that music, you know, under it. Why don't you do it? The Benny Hill soundtrack? No, not the Benny Hill, like the Green Hornet. You know, it's like okay. I don't know. I don't know how that. I do know how the theme goes. I just can't do it. And with, and with that big cat, yeah, that one. I don't. I don't, uh, Mister Monty. I'm not as versed in the video arts as you are. This is your opportunity to learn. I mean, I suppose I could look at it and try. I don't know if I can do it, but that's I'll try. The fir- that's the first step. It's never too late to learn. On this week's episode of XFT Engine. Great. Episode 600. And with that, Mr. Mayhem and Mr. Sandwich, we will bring this episode of Geek Stuff TNG, episode 613. I can't remember what. What, what is we, the number of the episodes, number of episode, Alex? Alex? Yeah. Uh, to a close, the way we end some episodes by saying. Good night, Alex Trebek. Wherever you are. And on that note, we cue the music.